I am master of my own destiny. You cannot fill a cup from an empty vessel. With awareness, rebellion is born. We are all perfectly flawed. It's the empowerment that shows us how to embrace that. Are you ready to embrace your flaws? Join us. There is a seat at our table. Hello, lovely. Thank you so much for joining us again. Today, we have the lovely Kat Gallons back to join us because she's on vacation this week from school. And we have another guest in the studio who hasn't been here in quite some time. So since Kat's been so great to join us and take time out of her busy life to join us here at Perfectly Flawed, let's get right into the episode. I'm Terry, And I'm Tammy. And together we are two of the three hosts of Perfectly Flawed. Welcome, come in, take a seat at our table, and let's welcome Kat. Thanks for joining us, Kat. Kat's not sure if she wants to talk today, but she wanted to join us anyway, and we were glad for her energy. Right, Tammy? Yes. All right. So before we started, Tammy and I pulled some angel cards from the Angel Therapy Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue, and we were discussing what our topic would be beforehand. And I said, well, let's pull cards and see if that can help us with our direction. Because as you know, I did promise that we were going to come on and talk about familial boundaries. Because let's face it, we all have those little hiccups where we say something to our family member that we might regret. So we went in and pulled the cards and you'll never believe what the first card was. Parents. The divine truth is that your parents eternally love you to the best of their ability. The angels are helping you heal from any pain associated with your mother or father and or father. So let's read what the actual meaning is just so that you guys can get an idea. You drew this card because the answer to your question involves emotions connected to your mother or father. For example, if you're having difficulty receiving loving kindness from others, the underlying issue could stem from unhealed emotions you have towards your mom. That's because receptivity is a feminine energy. Represented by our mothers, if you feel afraid to receive love or feel guilty about asking for your needs to be met, then call upon the angels and heal and help. Oh, sorry, to heal and help. With your father, the primary spiritual response is about male energy and developing confidence in your abilities to go out into the world and make a positive difference. If your self-confidence is rate wavering, ask the angels to help you mend your emotional connections with your dad. This card is also a signal that your parents do love you, even if the way they showed it wasn't fulfilling, what wasn't fulfilling for you. If your mother or father is in heaven, then we love them. Then they send this card to you as a way of saying, I love you. Action steps. The angels will intervene in any painful emotion associated with your parents if you'll ask. Go to a quiet and private place and say this request either silently or aloud. Guardian angels of myself and of my mother and father, I call upon you now. I ask for your healing blessings with my internal and external relationship with my parents. 
I'm willing to release emotional toxins associated with my childhood, adolescence, and adulthood. I ask the angels to help me trade any and all pain for peace right now. All right, so that is our and funny that past come, relationship. Go for it, Tam. Funny that should come up because today I was waiting with my son for the two-hour delay because of the weather here, and we saw a cardinal. Ooh! And I looked at my child and asked him if he missed, missed his grandfather, which was my dad, who passed the almost four years now coming up, and he said yes. Interesting. And then as you were reading, I'm going, Yeah, uh -huh. message. And also, um, just to <laughs> throw in a little extra, I watched Tammy's son. And the other day, he came out and told me how many pennies he found. And at the time, I wasn't in a good mood, so I didn't want to hear it. So the poor guy was like, whatever. So, you know, even as parents, as godparents, as aunties, we all make our little mistakes that we have to change around, right? And mm -hmm. we kind of work on that. So that brings us to our next card, which is, have you asked your angels for help with this? So whatever problem you're experiencing, your angels want to help you with this situation. However, they require your permission before they can intervene in your free will choices. So very simple when Tammy and I are talking about boundaries and setting boundaries, which is, it's really important for us to set boundaries for other people and what we're willing to accept as truth from others. I actually just started rereading the four agreements, which Tammy and I were discussing before we came on. And that has a lot of great information. If you haven't read it, um, it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And we might even read you an excerpt. So have you asked your angels for help with this? And let me read you what that says. Your angels want to help you with this situation. However, they require your permission before they can intervene in your free will choices. This card indicates that you've been going it alone, trying to handle, trying to single-handedly find answers and solutions. And we all do that. All the while, your angels hover nearby, awaiting the moment when you give them the go-ahead signal so that they can help you. You drew this card because the angels want to assist you with this situation, but they can only do so if you give them permission. The angels are available to you right now to answer your questions, give you guidance, and speed your manifestations. It's true that God and the angels already know what you need. However, because God created you and everyone with free will, heaven can only intervene if we give permission. It doesn't matter whether we you ask for help aloud, in written form, silently, or even what words you choose. What matters is that you ask. If you're unsure of what to ask for or are concerned about asking for the wrong thing or requesting less than God's will, then ask heaven to help you with clarity and courage. Action steps. Whether you're seeking answers and guidance, healing and relief, or a manifestation of your earthly material needs. Your angels can assist you in powerful ways. So true. Take a moment right now to ask for your angels' help, either silently or aloud. Please don't worry about asking for the wrong thing or stating your prayer in an incorrect way, as the angels respond to the intention that underlies your request. After you ask for their help, 
watch for and follow the angel's replies, which will come in the form of gut feelings, dreams, ideas, and yes, you guessed it, folks, signs. So, you know, there you go, right? Here comes that cardinal. And here comes the cardinal, and that shows up for me all the time with my parents. Whenever I'm missing my mom or my dad, it's always I look out, and there's usually either a red cardinal or a red male and a female. And right after mom died, there was hundreds of females just because she always loved to be right. Mm -hmm. So let's face it. Okay, so let's go to card number three, which is future card or what's going to be happening. You are profoundly clairvoyant. Trust what you see in your mind's eye as well as with your physical sight. For your spiritual vision helps you with healing, teaching, and guidance, which I think is really funny, just a little funny, because there's three of us in the room. And we commented beforehand that we were wondering who the healer, who the teacher, and who the guider are. And we'll leave that open to your interpretation. We certainly had our own choices. We could all be the same thing at different times. At different times, that's even better answer, too. See, Tammy keeps coming up with new ones. She's just trying to outdo herself. (laughs) All right, so let me read you. You are profoundly clairvoyant. The angels send you this card to help you trust the visions you receive in your mind's eye during dream time, as well as the signs that you physically see, such as recurring numbers, feathers, coins, flashes of light, and so forth. Since the creator is all-seeing, it stands to reason that you, and everyone else, would would inherit the gift of spiritual sight. If your gift seems blocked... The cause may be a painful past experience that the angels can help you heal and release. Know that it's right for you to see clairvoyantly, as this blessing can be used to assist you with your healing and teaching work. Your clairvoyance also gives you continuous and accurate guidance, much like a GPS electronic map in a car that guides you to the right destination. Trust what you see. Action Steps You'll want to conduct this session in a private and quiet location and have a pen and paper handy, as the process may trigger some vivid past life memories. So if you're not feeling ready, don't even try it. Make sure you have someone around so that you feel safe. We have each other, so if we were to do this now, we would have some protection. You want to make sure that you're protected. So... Sit or lie down and center yourself with steady, deep breaths. And when you're ready, say, Archangel Raziel, I call upon you now. Please surround me with the highest and purest vibrations of divine love to heal and release any old fears connected to my spiritual sight. Then breathe and relax as your body may tingle or shuttle while it releases old toxins. Stay with this process until your body feels completely at ease. Know that you can control your clairvoyance by asking the angels for help. Gee, there it is again. Asking the angels for help. Or asking, especially if you have parents who have passed on, asking your parents for help. Um, Or your guides or whoever you're comfortable asking for help. God, your angels, your spirits, goddesses, you name it. You can reach out for help. Or... You can send us a message, and if we don't know how to help you, we can point you to someone who can. 
So I think today we decided we were opening this up to talk about familial boundaries. And I think these are all such great cards for that because I know for myself, I've heard things that were said about me that were hurtful before, but I need to let that shit go. And Tammy's been through the same thing. And, and even Kat. Kat's been through a lot of stuff herself with familial members and, and things that we have to deal with. So I think one of the things that the three of us do together is we help each other set boundaries, right? We give each other a place to bounce off of. Yes. Because we certainly aren't shy with telling each other how we feel, right? Yeah, I mean, no. let's face it. <laughs> we, we are an honest group. <laughs> yes, we are. And that is a good thing. But it's, it's good. It's good to be honest. It's not good to be hurtful. It's not good to be judging everybody, but it's so good when you can have an on, honest conversation and say, well, you know what? Okay, here's what I see and here's what I hear you saying, but this is what I'm seeing. And then you can have a discussion. And there's so many people who don't do that these yeah. days. And But you're never necessarily wrong or never necessarily right. It's nope. whatever you feel. In your journey, right? Yes. Because you're not comparing your when we're comparing ourselves to somebody else, we're comparing our journey to theirs. And, and well, what the thing is, is about our relationship, all three of us together and with Lauren, is that we allow each other to be ourselves mm -hmm. and uplift each other. Right. And try to stretch each other and, and try when, let's face it, we all have negative opinions. We all have negative views. We all have negative shit. But when you have somebody else along the way who can look at you and say, hey, I hear you, but you're sounding a little negative today. Like, gee, Terry, um, you might have just bit Catherine's head off for no reason. <laughs> Ooh, yes, you are correct. I'm sorry. Not that that just happened, but I'm just throwing out an example because with our family, we feel so safe, right? And yes. we're like, yeah, whatever. And we say things to them that, well, first, we might not well, always... Say to ourselves. I do have an example for that because my darling youngest six-year-old son, my own, one and only, <laughs> decided to clean off my car for me today with the snow. He accidentally cracked my rear view, the rear view mirror in the car, the side mirror. But I'm not angry with him because he was trying to do something nice for me and trying to be a good kid. And sometimes it's so hard when they're doing something nice for us, but we're in a rush or God forbid, like Tammy and I are very lucky. If Tammy did have, have to go to work today, she could have called me. We are lucky enough to have joined a business that allows me to stay home all the time. And it allows Tammy to become, to start to become her own boss and to start changing things around so that at some point she'll be the lady home with her son, but you get those last minute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm not, uh, you, the kid doesn't have school for two more hours and you had 42 things planned mm -hmm. and you just lose your shit. Yep. And you, you don't mean to, and you try not to, but you lose it. Right. Yeah. I, we're humans. I lose, we're my mothers. <laughs> I lose my shit all the time. <laughs> and it's okay. As long as we remember to go back and say, you know what? You know how I lost it before? I really shouldn't have lost it quite so much. I really should have. Well, let me see. Let me read this. I should have been a little bit more. Hold on. The four agreements. I should have been more impeccable with my word. Um, I was reading to Tammy a little bit about the four agreements. Um, 
And it, it's a good, it's a book that I just started to reread. And it just reminded us about how as parents, as siblings, how we can just like say the silliest or nastiest or not so pretty things to each other without even thinking. And sometimes we even do that to our friends, you know, like, ah, shut up, you idiot. And afterwards, you just feel so icky because it wasn't really what you meant, but you were being funny at the time and you were reacting to or your situation. In my case, sarcastic. Or sarcastic, yes. <clears throat> my sarcastic girl over there. <laughs> we have a lot of sarcasm in this house. <laughs> but it's how we learned to deal with. Language. Yes, it's. <laughs> It's how we learn to deal with the feelings that came in. And whether it's right or wrong, it's where we're at right now. And I think we have found, we accept each other where we're at. Right. And we celebrate each other. I find very much, too, that a lot of the times Terry grounds me. And she doesn't mean that in go to your room room right now. You know, like pulls me back into a center where I've been like, uh, you're flipping out. You need to mellow out. And she does the same for me. She doesn't even know it. Cat does the same for me. There's sometimes when Cat will look at me and be like, "You're you're getting a little bit stressed out over something that in five minutes is not going to make a difference. It's not an immediate problem. Are you going to die? Are you going to starve to death? Are you going to kill someone? If those aren't going to happen in a hundred years, slow down. Is yeah. somebody going to care about exactly that? in a hundred years? Is somebody going to remember that? And if they're not, yeah. let's move on. Sorry, here we go, and let's move on to the next thing. Big problem, little problem. That's oh the, wow, that is something that they're working on with my son at how, school. And how many times, as adults, mm-hmm. right? It's so hard for kids, right, Catherine? When you look at adults, and I mean, for this, looking oh my at god, us my thinking, sneakers are wet. I can't wear them. I need these ones today. Yep. <laughs> how hard is it? You know, the kids are getting upset about stuff, and yet, as adults, we do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm on a totally different level. And we have to be able to look at each other and be like, whoa, calm down, sister. Are you okay? And maybe slow each other's thoughts, right? Or or what do you want to, what is it? Slow each other's- Slow your roll. Slow your roll. (laughs) Slow each other's roll and get each other going and say, you know what? Okay. You got upset with your kid this morning. Apologize to him later and move on with your day. That's the key thing is apology. Yes. An apology is so important because honestly, you might have said something, you know, like to each other or whatever that you really didn't even mean. Right. But not so much as that it becomes meaningless as well. Right. Exactly. You can't be saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't be mean that I'm sorry that I mean that I'm sorry that I'm that's something we need to be really clear with our kids about too, right? right? Is that, you know, it's not okay. I'm sorry it doesn't always fix it, but if it's something, you know, when you say certain things mm-hmm. and sometimes that apology will go a long way. And the funny thing is that we've started, Catherine and I have started trying to um, talk about replacing I'm sorry with something like Thank you for understanding that I was a little stressed. I'll try to do better next time. Right. And things like that, because it kind of also flips that script and puts it in a positive light as opposed to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry." Exactly. Well, my job that I have, my 40-hour job that I'm trying to work on, keep hoeing. Yesterday, yesterday, or the day before I had to do something, my boss asked me to do something. And the way I put it to her was... I understand and know where you are coming from on this thing, 
for this particular thing that I'm doing, but it's not going to work. And I'm, and I apologize, but I do understand where you're coming from on this. Yeah. And sometimes we have to have that boundary where, look, it's It's not going to look, it's not going to work. I understand (laughs) what you're saying, but let's, you know, come at this. And if we can't, I posted something today about that. If, if we can't have those conversations, you know, it was something to the effect of we've been told that we can't discuss politics, we can't discuss religion, we can't discuss any of these things because it's going to end up in a fight. When what really we should be saying is, I'm not willing to listen to you. Because if that's the case, if we're just going to stop talking about all those things, then that means that we have not learned how to have a conversation, that we haven't learned how to listen to what someone else is saying, you know, like Tammy and And nothing's going to get solved. (laughs) Exactly. Nothing will be solved if you just don't talk about it. Um, Catherine is going on a trip in April. Um, She's going on a trip in April. We're hoping to get her to tell you just a tiny bit about it Um, to go and learn. Nope. She's not feeling the talking today. Sorry guys (laughs) to go and learn about the civil war and um, more about the South and a, a different way to view a lot of what happened in the South. And I will hopefully get her to give you more information at some point, because I admit I have not gotten deep into the information that she's got yet, but she will be going down there to learn about what really happened. And unfortunately we've all been conditioned to not talk about anything, to not talk about what might have happened in the world. And actually in the four agreements, it talks about Hitler and let's face it, you know, Mm. we buried that stuff and we just believed something and, and look what happened. And that could happen again if we don't start listening to each other, right? And yes. talking to each other. There's so many negative forces and our pulling kids. us apart. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you know, like with my son, he's in first grade. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to he's a very energetic child. He doesn't have ADD. He's, he's fine. Very, he's, a boy he's a boy who loves to dance and sing and move around. And, and he needs to get that out. And when you know when I was when I was recess, pregnant with him, that's what I wanted. I wanted him to have a joy for living. So she manifested a boy with a joy for life. And, and you know what? We squash that. <laughs> we and try to squash but it. the school system wants to squash it. Yeah. We just want him to be himself. Right. We if want he him wants to, live. to draw, let him draw. If he wants to, he's roller skating around the house. Oh, well. You know? As long as he doesn't break his head or, yeah. God forbid, do what he did that <laughs> one time stairs, and go stairs. out the stairs, yeah. we're all good. <laughs> but, yeah, we have to let our kids live and show them. Yeah. That it's okay to disagree with each other. We even, I mean, Catherine and I, we have very in-depth conversations. And and Tammy does it with her son, too, at six years old. We have conversations with our kids. We ask their opinion. We might not agree. And we'll explain that to them. But we do. We ask your opinion. And we ask you what you think. Catherine felt completely confident coming to us and saying, I would like to go on a trip that's going to cost a lot of money that I'll need to earn because I want to go learn about the South because I want to learn something different than what I'm being shown in the history books. I want to learn more of the truth. I want to see both sides, right? Yeah. And Tammy's always trying to show her son both sides. I mean, and that's a, you know, for some reason, I've always been able to see both sides of the and situation. And that's important. I don't know how I do it. It just works. I can put myself in both sides. There you go. You know, I work in a a place that's a leading pharmaceutical or pharmacy. Right. Um, 
And there's always, and a lot of stores I have found, it's a chain store, but what I found, it's always again the pharmacy against the front store. I've never felt that way. We are a team. Right, we you've always been to, like in the exactly, and mm-hmm. we all have to work together. Yeah, and that's the thing because about if we that's don't the thing together, about our no, business. We're with each other more than we are with our normal families. Correct, and that's the thing about our business is that you can pick up the phone and say to me, "Hey, I don't know what to do." Okay, look it up here, and I can give you some guidance. But yet, if you need someone to talk to, you need someone to say to you, "Hey, look, I'm calling you on your." shit today. We can do that for each other. And I think that's the benefit now of the entrepreneur world is that you're not each other's boss. No, you're each other's colleague. And that makes it so much nicer because you're helping each other. And we know we can call each each other in the morning if we had to. If we had to. Not that we normally get hair emergencies at 2 a.m., mind you, but it's known to happen. You never know. It can happen. You know, I mean, have you seen something about Mary? It could happen. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, guys, we are nearing the end of our time for today. And so Tammy and I really wanted to talk about family boundaries today and um, how we can get better at just being honest with each other, which Tammy and I have no problem being honest with each other, but in our families, if a family member says something to you guys that just doesn't ring true, don't just let it go and don't attack. Look at them and say, you know what? I hear where you're coming from, but I feel like you're crossing a boundary and I'm not available for this discussion right now. I I think what you're saying is an attack and can we discuss it at a later time when maybe we can have more clear thoughts or something like that. And you know what? It's okay to stand up for yourself, right, Tammy? I mean- we have no problem doing that. I've spent we, many years learning how to do that. <laughs> and yeah, and, and it's not always easy. And sometimes we do it in a negative way. But Tammy and I and Lauren and Kat have really learned to get together and talk about issues and talk about what's going on and talk about where we're, what we're experiencing, where we think things are going and be honest with each other. We have no problem, like I had no problem telling Tammy before this episode, let's talk about what we're going to talk about so that we don't get into our old selves and get angry at what we've experienced. And that's why I had to laugh when I pulled the parents card because (laughs) it sounded like our parents were saying to us, now remember when you guys are kids, you get in fights with your brother and sister, you got to live through this, you got to do these things. And I think that it really helped Tammy and I to, to draw Once you these. Once get along. That's right, right, right. <laughs> but as far as family goes, you know, honestly, you only have each other for a little while. So unless it is the most toxic, negative relationship you can possibly imagine, and they are out there. They are out there, trust me. You need to try to remember to put yourself in their place. And come at it from a place of love without hurting yourself. Don't give up your self-love, right, Tammy? Right. We're not saying let them walk all over you. No. We're saying... You're not a doormat. (laughs) Yes, you're not a doormat and it's okay to stand up for you, right? Right. So guys, we don't know what our next... Or we're not going to tell you what our next episode is because it's a surprise. So you're just going to have to wait to find out. But... Tune in tonight for this one, and on Tuesday, we have a whole nother episode coming out. 
Kat, you want to say goodbye to everybody? She's not going to say goodbye either. Speak, so, speak. Coming from Kat Gowans, Terry. And Tammy. Have a great night, guys. And if you guys need a seat, we have room at our table for you. So, everybody, go out there and honor and love yourself the way we honor and love you. And others of people's opinion of you is none of your business. I love it. Have a great day. Thank you so much for gracing our table with your presence today. Please don't forget to share this with your friends, family, and loved ones if you feel it will resonate with them. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and follow for updates on the next episode posting. Check out the show notes to find out what our handles are. Have a great day.